I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Michael Penix. Good, how y'all doing? Just great. I guess, uh, what's it like being the Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Week? Yeah, um, it's just a blessing. You know, it's just a lot of hard work and stuff put into it. And I, I didn't do it by myself. You know, obviously I had a lot of guys around me uh, help me help me get that. And, you know, I got to thank those guys first. Um, I guess it was like preparing for Stanford after you had such a big week last week against Michigan. Yeah, um, it, it's still the same preparation every week. You know, we, we always want to come out and be great, be better than the, uh, the day before. You know, we always keep that 1-0 mindset. You know, that uh, the Michigan State game is past us now um, after 24 hours. And right now we're locked in on Stanford and just doing what we can out here to make sure we execute come this Saturday. How, how, how tough is it getting ready for you know, a team that had a bye last week? So after the last USC, they've had a week to get uh, ready for you all. Yeah, um, you know that 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 might they might feel like they have an advantage in that side, but like for us, you know, it, it's still the same preparation for us. You know, we come in each and every day. You know, make sure we're going 100. percent You know, trying to uh, we got the scouties giving us uh, real good looks, so we're making sure we're just going out there executing and make sure we're doing our job. What's that about Stanford to you? What do you guys yeah, um, we know they're a tough team. You know, they're a team that, that's always going to continue to fight. And, um, you know, we just got to make sure that we keep throwing punches as well. You know, we, we can't we can't let up and we can't um, settle for anything. We just got to make sure we go out there and, and play play our football and play at a high, high level. How's your, have you seen the Rangers ball? You guys work on some goal lines too, because I know that was kind of one of the yeah, um, we, we got schedules going on through the week. You know, goal line is coming up later on in the week. But uh, right right now we're working on normal downs and stuff today. But uh, we'll, we'll get to that. You know, those those are things we talked about on Sunday. You know, um, obviously we, we wanted to be in the end zone in, in those instances. But, you know, that's something that we'll make sure we, we pick up this week and for from here on out. For you guys, I guess, I mean, what's it like getting ready to play your first, obviously your first conference game? So these games kind of matter maybe a little more than – Michigan State does, as far as the standings go, and play for a Pac-12 title. Game. I know yeah. you're going to say you're preparing yeah, yeah. the same, but no. I mean, what, is it any different at all knowing that, that this is the, a Pac-12 game? Yeah, to be honest, no, it's not. You know, each week we want to go out and, and win. You know, that, that's our goal every week: go out and win. You know, obviously, yeah, it's a Pac-12 game, so it, it's definitely a big game. But not not only because it's Pac-12, it's because it's the next one. You know, it, it's the one we're looking forward to right now, and the one that we're making sure we prepare hard for. How does it feel to hear the names Penix and Heisman in the same sentence? Oh, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I really don't pay attention to that too much. You know, I, I don't. 
focus on the outside noise. I just try to uh, make sure I continue to just come come in and give the team the best effort I have each and every day. And, you know, those things, those things, people will say a lot, you know, it, it's still, it's only week four right now, going on week four. So I just got to make sure I, I'm, I'm staying focused on the right things. And, and that's, that's winning football games with this team. Michael, building off that and that question, um, do you feel like there is um, a sense of people are finally giving you some respect that you feel like you should have had all along um, now that you've had this great start to the season? Yeah, um, yeah, like I say, you know, I feel like, you know, fans or the people that you're talking about, you know, they're, they're always going to have their opinions, and you know, but that's something I can't control. All I can control is being myself and coming out here being the same guy for my for my teammates, and, you know, and that's, that's just coming out here, being a, being a great teammate, being a great leader, and just pushing the team to elevate to the next level each and every week. Yeah, I don't know if you've been asked this yet, but Stanford, tell me, you know, what, what are you seeing on film from these guys and what stands out about their defense, what they're going to try to do? Yeah, they're, they're tough guys. You know, they're, they're going to try to uh, be real physical. And, you know, we're definitely going to be ready for it. And uh, that, that's mainly one of the big things. You know, they're definitely a tough team. And we're just going to make sure that we come out and execute and just do our job and everything will be okay for us. I just saw a little bit of their SC game so far, but I read a lot in the offseason that they were going to change, I think, from a 3-4 to a 4-3. Or is it? Or is it what, what are you seeing from the front seven and what they're trying to do in, in – in, in, in that way. Yeah, um, they, they try to mix it up a little bit, but mainly they, they're usually like a 4 2 five. They, they, they go with a nickel. Um, that's, that's mainly what they do, but they switch it up here, uh, like different downs, different cases, scenarios, and stuff like that. Uh, I think we can do a lot better. Uh, Coach Grubb, you know, has us in roles uh, to help us to be successful, um, but there's certain things we got to work on detail-wise that we got to run by score the offense. Michigan State was probably the first game where running didn't come as easily as part of the game plan. Are there, what sort of changes are you making from week to week now? I'm um, just working on details when it comes to breaking tackles, when it comes to you know reading certain gaps, uh, what we need to do to work with the O line to get that kind of level of uh, comfort with them. And so you know every day in practice we kind of went over a lot of it today. We're going to continue to work on the week. Stanford, you know, runs a great front. They got great linebackers, great uh, defensive linemen, so really got to work on it as well for this week. What are some of those conversations like that you may have with the offensive line? Just uh, getting in relation with, you know, when they pull, uh, when they block, who they're pointing to, what the reads are, and, um, yeah, just working on details. I mean, we watch a lot of film together as well, just trying to work on that so, you know, we can move along with the offense just as Mike and the receivers are as well. Oh man, it was it was tremendous. I think I mean that's probably the the most electric uh, atmosphere I've played in since I've been here. So to see you know Husky fans come out and show support, I mean it played a huge role. I was on the sidelines on third down. I was like, man, <laughs> my eardrums need a little break from all this. So they was they had this place rocking, but we appreciate them and we know that they'll continue to bring it throughout the season. We need that. So. I, I was asking Mike. Uh, I'll ask you too. You're a spectator on, on third downs when this place really gets hopping, right? I mean, you're on the sideline. You're not out there on the field. Uh, is it is it kind of awesome to kind of just look around in those moments and, and see how much these guys help you out on, on the defensive oh, side? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, it, I, I catch myself a bunch of times during the game, like, looking off, like, wow. Like, you just see, especially last, you know, last game, seeing a sea of purple and just, like, 
making plays and just not being able to hear what's going on. Like, I mean, it's just it's one of those things that makes you love football, you know, that brings you back to, you know, the reason you, you love this sport and you know, the great moments like that. So I try and soak them in and then lock them back in. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Hey, tell me a little bit about Stanford's secondary. Uh, Caillou Blue Kelly is a guy we've faced for years now. Um, you know, he seems to be kind of the anchor of that right. DB room. Is that what you see? Yeah, 100%. Caillou is a, a great player. I went to high school with him, so... You know, we, we've been we've been going at it for a long time now, and you know, I'm just happy to get the opportunity to play him uh, again, and you know, give him my best. I think they switched in the offseason from kind of a three-four look to more of a nickel. So, you know, I mean, personnel-wise, it seems like they're more suited to, to face these spread offenses. Right. Yeah. No. Definitely. They've definitely made some adjustments. Uh, we've been looking at them. Um, they 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 got a good system. I know Jalen uh, Polk, I should clarify, Jalen Polk, he's, he's been through a lot, you know, and you've kind of been a, a brother to him through all he's been through since last Montana game. What was it like to see him get fed on Saturday, three touchdowns, 153 yards? Oh, man, it was just amazing. I mean, they kept pulling up the stats on the on the board, and I was just like, dang, like, that's that line looking crazy, you know what I'm saying? I was like, you know, I was on the other side of some of them plays, and I'm, you know, getting out my route, and I just see the ball sailing, and he's like, there to make the play every time and you know it just makes me so, like, so proud and so like happy for him just you know all that he's gone through with his collarbone and the determin- determination that he's had to like get back and you know the first few games he didn't get uh as many looks as he wanted but you know to come out there against Michigan State you know top opponent and do what he did I mean it just proves that you know all his hard work is paying off and, and he's a guy and I think it's not talked about enough but he's a guy. I know part of the conversation this week has been you know and the Huskies guard against a letdown. That's a thing in college football all the time. Uh, how, how do you guys go into this week of preparation? I, I think there are some some different ways of taking it, but but one could be you're even more motivated to come out and work and get even better now. Yeah, that's one thing about this team. I mean, we stay hungry, and I, I noticed in the locker room, I noticed it out on the field today. We just, you know, we, we really just feel like like our, our, our motto, no limits, you know, our thing. That's, that's, how, that's how we kind of approach every week. And, you know, Stanford has given us problems for the last 14 years, you know. We've been battling them for forever. So we know the history. We know they're going to come out and give us our best. So we're just attacking them with, you know, all we got. And that's what we're going to need to do every week. So thanks for all yeah, Thank you. Who got the better of the practice steps on back for me, you were telling I say it goes back and forth, back and forth. We did one-on-ones a lot, and we, we got to chatter a good bit uh, back in the day. And uh, I, I'd say it go back and forth, man. Uh, so, yeah. How is, how is this program different? Like, if you think about when you get to the facility in the morning and you go about your day, how is it a different experience than last year? I think just um, maybe my, for me personally, like the routine, I think. I think that they're, they're scheduling the way they go about things in their organization just makes it easier for my routine and you know makes it everything flow better and uh i think that they're really um, you know important on the details and, and the little things making sure all the little things are right especially when it comes to our, our offense and making sure that we're dialed on all the all the different things i think that's something that i've improved on hev- uh, heavily and something that the coaching staff has definitely helped me improve on but yeah just being detailed with my routine and all that was there a, a moment or two after the staff got here that, that kind of clicked in for you that like, okay, this is this is a little bit of a different approach? Yeah, definitely. They do. They did things differently, and they they, they came in hungry. And I think that hunger was noticed right away. Um, and I, I think that their genuineness and their 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 uh, consistent like approach to get better and you know consistent uh, strive for improvement is really noticeable. And for them to keep doing it day on and day on. 
day in and day out, like just like dang, like these boys is real, you know. They they, they speak what they they speak on like that, and then they actually act like it. So it's really good. a lot of people have used that word genuine. Yeah. Can can you think of a, an example that, that drove that home for you? I think when me and DeBoer were just sitting, like when I was uh, when they had just came in, and I was sitting up in their office, you know, uh, for day like a whole week just going over film and talking to them just about like life and just about you know their philosophy behind football and just like them as people I think that was really when it clicked is when it first started just because they took that time to talk to me and make sure that you know they I knew what I was getting into and they showed me what they were all about and I really appreciate that so Rome you had a, a tough drop last week and it looked like it was set up was that going to be a big gainer oh man yeah that one was that one was tough to look at in film I I uh I was I was so eager to get up the field, you know, on those screens. It's like you just gotta kind of catch it and then get up. So I was I was looking downfield too early, and yeah, on film it, it would it would have been a good one, but had to come back and you know get something different. So what what's special that that JP brings to the room in terms of his personality, uh, how he fits in, and, what, and also his skill set? I think his attitude. I think JP's a straight dog. Um, you know, he's gonna get get dirty on the field and, and do what what needs to be done, like you know, in the blocking game. And, He's a physical guy, like, um, and he just brings that dog mentality that he's going to get the job done no matter what. It doesn't matter, you know, what they're what they're going to bring at him. He brings that into his, his routine and his work ethic, and I think that feeds to some of the other guys, especially me. Definitely. Hey, Rome, I watched the broadcast uh, last night, and they made a big deal about you going to Rome. And, right. Um, and all that. <laughs> How are you named Rome, and what was behind that? Um, well, my pops really just like the Roman Empire with just some, some of the, uh, you know, key cool things within it just how you know how how far it expanded and you know some of the things they do and some of the cultural influence that they've had on the world i mean when i went there and seeing some of the things that coming back and seeing that some of the things that are still in place like it's just crazy but he just liked the roman empire he's a big history fan so yeah he just named me wrong which i appreciate and I you like, like that name yeah i love my name i'm blessed i'm blessed <laughs> Kind of looking forward to this weekend. Is there anything you have to do with your approach, like changing anything since Stanford's coming off a bye week and you're facing your first conference team? Yeah, I think I think it's it's kind of a refocus. Um, the coaches have been saying, you know, those last few games were like our preseason, so it's like inspiring us to you know lock in. Like this is our regular season. This is you know to fight for that Pac-12 championship, which is our goal. So definitely, there's a refocus, and um, especially with Stanford being you know a great team, we, we really got to lock in on the details, especially with them having a bye week so we're making sure we're locked in on details for sure not as a negative but do you think it's fair to say mike's a perfectionist oh yeah 100 percent. mike wants to make you know every right read every right call i mean and i think that's you know perfect for him in his position i think that he understands that things aren't always going to go as planned but i mean yeah definitely a perfectionist wants to make sure everything's right definitely when is it kind of fun for you making a sorry a okay. secondary try to figure out who the number one receiver is on this team What's that? Is it is it fun for you guys making the secondary try to guess who the number one receiver is on this team? Definitely, definitely. I mean, in the room, we like I've been saying, we all believe we're the best in the room, and that's how it should be. But um, we're, we're happy to see, you know, have everybody out there being talented and being able to make plays because that just makes it easier for us when the defense has to worry about so many people. We all get the ball, and then we all get to see our brothers eat. So, yeah, it's fun. I don't think anybody really knows yet. When did, when did you first kind of start to get a, a sense for what Michael was all about as a quarterback and, and what his potential was? Honestly, year? as soon as he came in, I mean, just his his mind, he's, he's really smart. And, and, and when we were first learning the offense and we were installing things and just some of the things he was saying and some of the, uh, you know, his 
defense, understanding of how defenses are going to play certain things. I think I immediately, you know, even when we were out here just by ourselves and PRPs, just chopping it up and talking about the, the offense, I think I was like, man, like, you know, he really knows a lot, which, uh, granted, he did, was in the offense before, but, I mean, still, you guys see, I mean, he looks crisp out there. He just knows what he wants to do, and, and when things break down, he knows that there's going to be a play, there's a play to be made, and he goes and makes it every time. So, I think initially, as soon as I met him and we got on the field, honestly, from on the TV broadcast, I don't know if you saw it or not, but uh, Robert Griffin broke down one play and he showed seven different shifts you guys made pre-snap. Yeah. Seven. I mean, is it almost comical at times where you're watching the defense, how they're reacting to your shifts, and at some point you know, okay, they have no clue? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's we, we talk about that a lot, how the shifts and the motions and the different things that we do in the offense confuse defenses and get them in certain looks. And, you know, it's just it's just a great feeling. You know, you almost look in your tops when, when you shift into that position and you're just like, oh, yeah, that's, that's right where I need them. So, um, definitely, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's fun to see it all work together and, I mean, it's just kudos to Grub and all them for understanding, you know, exactly what, what we're going to get and then to go and execute it and you know, believe in us. What would you guess the most shifts you've made three snaps for? I don't know. Seven is kind of crazy. I didn't know we did seven. That's wild. There's a lot of people going going different places. But, I mean, I would say around four, four, four shifts motions. I mean, sometimes I don't even realize all the people that are moving. I'm like... I'm back there trying to figure out what I got going on. I'm moving three different spots while somebody else is moving three different. So, but four, 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 but seven's crazy. That's what I'm When you showed up here, it was a run, uh, run first offense. It's called a pro style, but it was going to be a grind them out, almost an old Big Ten offense in a way. Right. And now you've got this wide open thing that I think any wide receiver in the country would want to be a part of. Uh, can you believe the good luck you've had switching from one to the other? Oh, yeah, 100%. I think that, you know, as soon as we arrived here, I think we've always believed that we had what it takes to be, you know, the top receivers in the nation, the top passing offense in the nation, no matter, you know, who was, who was, who was calling plays. And to have somebody like Grubb come in and believe that, you know, he's going to be the best passing offense in the nation, or best offense in the nation, period, um, I mean, it just helps us, you know, go out there and, and execute. And we have that belief in ourselves. And I think that with him coming in, with, with their great mind, with, I mean, all the – offensive staff and everything they know it just gives out that confidence but but yeah definitely definitely grub seems like a, a pretty confident guy and, and pretty plain spoken about what was good what wasn't what, right what he likes what he doesn't does he coach you guys the same way yeah no grub is very you know on point with with what he wants he's really you know strict on the details and, and he's just so so hungry and he's driven and it's so consistent it's almost crazy um and he just continues to do that, and that just inspires us. Like, okay, Grubb's out here getting it again. I got to get it, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, Grubb has been the same guy since, since I met him, and he consistently wants to get better, and he, he's still not satisfied. So um, I'm just happy to be a part of his offense. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jalen Polk. I win a lot of games. And, and you've already mentioned, talked a little bit about Mike, but I mean, how, how much has he helped the confidence of this group as well? Uh, he, he's helped a lot, you know. Uh, he comes in every single day with great energy, pushing everybody, being a great leader, a great captain that he is. That's good. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You got him or am I good? Touchdown down here. Break that down for me. Snap to catch. You know, we, we, we rep it so many times in, in practice, and we finally get the opportunity to do it in the game, and, and it's like it's like bread on butter, butter on bread. You know, it's it's the moment and opportunity that you wish for, and it's, it's, it's even more open whenever you run in the game. It's a lot easier. So the reputation and the preparation that, that's put in on, on all the plays and everything that we do, it finally happened in the game. I didn't see you waving your hand like, I'm open, I'm open, I'm open, but you had a good five yards on the guy. Yeah. That's that's. Uh, if I was to do that, uh, Coach Shep would probably have me on the sideline. <laughs> what would that be like? Uh, it wouldn't be good. You know, one of the things that was interesting in watching the rebroadcast is Robert Griffin. He broke down pre-snap. He noted down seven different times that you guys shifted pre-snap. Is that something that if the play is called that you guys already know what you're doing, or is that being called by Michael? Uh, it's, the, it's just the reputation throughout practice and, and, and the preparation that the game plan that we had, uh, we understood that, you know, those guys on the backside of defense were, were missing a few keys and we understood that, you know, the, the scheme that they had going and, and the communication that they had on the, on the defensive side of the ball, we wanted to confuse them as much as we could possible and uh, we had a great game plan. You say confusing because as many times as you guys shift, I mean, you can almost see that they're trying to figure out what you guys are doing. Is there ever a point where you're making these shifts where you're going, we got them? Every single time. Every single time. That's just the confidence and the, and the preparation that we, that we put in in practice. You know, just, uh, you know, with Michael right now, you know, uh, Sunday, there started to be a little bit of smack of talk of Michael Penix and the word Heisman in the same sentence. Did you hear that? And oh, yeah, of thought? course. Of course, you know, and, and that's our goal. We, we want to do everything we can to, to get that for him. But, you know, that's as of now, you know, we're going to keep doing what we're doing every single day and go one and zero, and keep keep having that standard each and every each and every day. So we can go out there and, and attack everybody and all of our opponents. And who's the guy who came after up to you after the game and said next week it's my turn? You don't get them all. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. It was so many people after the game, so uh, I'm I'm really not sure. Is that kind of fun to have the defense guessing, trying to figure out who the number one receiver is for Washington? Because there's there's like almost no difference between three guys. Oh yeah, you know we have so many weapons. We have Ty, Giles, J Mac, Rome. You know even our even our guys that uh, Junior, uh, Denzel, Boston. You know, David Pritchard, a lot of a lot of those guys, every every single guy in that receiver room are playmakers, takers, you know, that, and that's just what we do. How did you get so wide open on that 53-yard touchdown? Game and practice preparation. But what did you do? I mean, you rub off a guy or, or what happened? Because there's just nobody around you. I, I guess they busted on the back end uh, on defense. And, and your reaction to being named Pac-12 uh, freshman of the week? All right. Yeah, I mean, I know you're like your third season, so it, it's almost kind of a – silly thing because you're not really a freshman but you are in football status 
was your reaction to getting honored? Uh, it was it's a blessing, most definitely, you know. But uh, one thing that I can say, like all of the, all of this, the, the work that we're putting in, it, it's not make microwavable. So you can't put these things in the microwave and put it on 30 seconds and then take it out and it's ready. You know, it's a process to everything. Fall camp. You know, everything, spring ball, everything that we do to put in up to this point, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. Roger Rosengarden. See the edges as tackles and um, pick up everything we can. So thanks, Roger. Appreciate Absolutely. It. You getting used to it yet? Oh, I think so, maybe. I don't know. Well, I don't know yet. <laughs> film uh, after game three, film after game one. What's the difference? Um, there's There's been a lot of differences from run game, pass game. We know... Uh, if we, we, we drop, our coaches give us, like I said earlier, a good game plan um, anywhere from run game to pass game to play action, you name it. Um, if we go out there and execute, we'll, we're, uh, we're going we're gonna to be the be where we're going to be in the end. So, yeah. I talked to Troy a little bit about, you know, he's, he says he's a talker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree. Who, who, who's the best talker on the O-line? Who's the funniest? Oh, funniest. Oh, that's that's a tough one. I I personally want to say myself, but um, I can't. I I I can't. But um, uh, funniest, I'd have to say. Uh, I don't know. I I'll, I'll give it to Troy, the other tackle. Uh, I'll give him some props. Some of the times, it, everyone's a little hit and miss. So, you know, I was also talking to him about um, Nate. Yeah. Um, after one of the plays, he had a personal foul. You know, for excessive celebration. Yeah. And uh, I saw Coach DeBoer walking out as Nate was coming off the field, and I thought he was going to get lit up. Yeah. He didn't light him up. He just sat there and talked to him calmly for about 60 seconds. Is that normal? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what the conversation between them those two had, but I, I know that Nate's, Nate's been here for a while, and he knows, uh, he knows how we're supposed to act like we've been there um, when we have big play or something. So I'm not sure how that conversation went, but I know Coach DeBoer definitely uh, reminded him. Troy Fatutan. Pac-12 uh, lineman of the week. Um, tell me about that. I, I noticed you had to get helped off the field a little bit, but you came back. Yeah. And then it all worked out in, in the end, where somebody said you had a, a, a great day, even though a little painful at times. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hardest critic, so I feel like I could have played a better game, honestly. And you know, getting offensive lineman of the week, it's it's cool and all, but I promise you, it wasn't an individual effort, man. We, we were all out there blocking everybody, like. Regardless who it was, who was out there, we were out there to play our game. At the end of the day, the stats say zero sacks, and it wasn't just me that did that. It was the, the other four next to me. So. Yeah, but they had to pick somebody. And yeah, I mean, I, just, I guess I got lucky, man. I guess I got lucky. So are you prepared to play either position uh, this weekend? Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said before, Coach Huff's done a really good job of just being able to have us play more than one position. So, I mean, I'm ready wherever they want to plug and play. So, yeah. and, and last thing for me, uh, how did you get banged up on uh, Saturday? What would they do? Um, so we just we were running inside zone to the left, and um, the DN just decided to slant in. My shoulder got caught, felt a little weird, came out a little bit, but I'll be good. So uh, nothing, nothing too crazy, you know, just a dislocated shoulder. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> guard, part of football, man. guard tackle, do you have a preference? Man, um, honestly, I would say tackle just because I played it for so long. Um, but honestly, it doesn't matter to me, man. I, I want to get on the field, so you, whatever. You just seem like one of the guys who's got a little mean and nasty. Can you be a little mean and nasty more at guard or more at tackle? Um, is it a different mentality? No, nah, honestly. Well, I mean, it's a little bit more physical down at guard. 
but I do like playing tackle. I mean, just when I when I get in the game, man, it's, it's for me like something in my mind. Just I'm, it's, I get to hit someone else with a different jersey on. So I mean, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I guess I try to be nasty as much as I can. You know, we're, st- we're still trying to get used to Coach DeBoer and just getting used to his personality. But one of the things that really surprised me on the game was Nate got a personal foul for excessive celebration mm-hmm. on a play, yeah. and I could see Coach DeBoer walking out, and it looked like. You know, we're used to, if a coach is going to walk out in the field to a player, he's going to get lit up. Yeah. He didn't get lit up. No. Coach just sat there and talked to him. Yeah. I mean, can you talk about that a little bit and just that type of personality? And, yeah. And have you gotten lit up by Coach DeBoer? Uh, no. Not, I mean, I haven't really seen that really side of him. But, I mean, he just has another way of dealing with that type of stuff, you know. Um, I guess it could just be he just doesn't want to maybe embarrass the player, you know, because um, although it was a dumb penalty, you know, Emotions get high in a game like this. People decide, you know, maybe act out of character. So, I mean, but him, no, he's the same person all the way through. So I wasn't surprised by that, for sure. There has been some personal foul penalties yeah. for kind of dumb stuff. Yeah. Have you been one of those guys? I have not. <laughs> I have not. You know, when I talk, man, I like to keep it, you know, I don't like to do too much with my hands. I'm more verbal. So if you ask whoever I was, I'm playing against, they, they they hear me a lot. I'll tell you that. <laughs> what do you talk? What do you say? Man, I say a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, give it's me an just, idea. Uh, shoot, I mean, number I mean, four. I mean, number four, all running off the edge. He or and number two. I mean, both all their edges. You know, just you know, when they come into me, they try to bull rush me. I sit on it and I give them a little, give them a little shove. Tell them, hey man, I lift weight, man. I lift, <laughs> I lift some weights. I don't know who you've been playing, but I lift weights, man. So that's that's something that I like to say a lot. You got a little something, something for the media when they're talking to you, maybe uh, at some point. Yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Nah, not really. Are you having fun? I am, man. It's, it's a blast being out there. Get him, pal. Make me look good, all right? We'll all see right, you. Okay. Right. Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. It's okay. All right. Uh, can you just describe a little bit about Saturday, that feeling that the big W? It was good. You know, it was versus a good opponent in our, uh, our test game of the, so far this year. So it was good to see, you know, those fans out there excited and us get that win. Is there anything that specifically worked well for you and your unit? everything reading our keys <laughs> you know that that film that study and film paid off you know our uh keys to victory you know we followed those and it worked what have you seen through film early on about stanford down here running you know iso and the linebackers in the past game for the most part with the running back and three displaced does that get you excited seeing that on the other side and you get to get downhill and hit someone too yeah i like i like these type of games not sure if you've already been asked this, but is there anything that goes in differently to your preparation facing a conference team versus your first three games, and especially since Stanford had their bye week last week? Uh, no, nah, all the preparation is the same for the most part for all the teams. You know, go out there, do your 111, and get that dub. Julia serving. Not as much looser coverage. Now, I talked to Coach Grubb about this. Playing against tall receivers in practice and knowing, because Stanford always has those tall receivers, how much does that truly help you guys knowing you, you see it every week? You don't have to, hey, you know, this week you almost got to have a scout team 6'5 guy coming. Yeah, that helps a lot. And that's how it even against Michigan State with some of their guys, you know, being 6'3, 6'2, 6, even 6'4 guys. You know, when you're lining up against Rome every day, you know, and you see him 6'3, you know, someone that's 6'4, 6'5 is not going to be any different when you hop in any game day. So those looks are critical and definitely a huge part part of you know the easiest the easier transition into the game thank you i talked to uh, a couple of your guys i talked to cam fab and uh alex after the game on uh, saturday i asked each one of them you know what was the thing when you 
go to bed tonight and you're winding down, what's the one thing that's going to stand out? And I got them both separately. Uh-huh. And they both said Julius. Just everything that Julius has been through and him, that interception was just really, really awesome. Oh, man, I love those guys, man. They just always show love. They've been there for me since day one, you know, and some of my worst moments and some of the, my personal lows, you know, those guys have really just showed support and been great brothers for me. And that's the reason why, part of the reason why I stayed here and, you know, just being surrounded by just such great men like Alex and Cam Fad, that just, that's a perfect, you know, that's a perfect example to kind of, it goes to show, like, how close we really are inside the locker room and, like, a lot of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes of why we're so close and stuff. What was the hardest, I mean, when you talk about those hard times, you know, what was the one thing that maybe stands out that you was just tough and maybe make you go, I don't need this, I'm done, I'm leaving or whatever? I mean, yeah, the combination of not playing some of my early years and then, like, having family issues, uh, like my brother passing away and stuff like that, just kind of affected me in my mental state. So those are just some things, yeah, that I was just in a bad, like I was in a dark place, um, just kind of down. And, and those guys were always there, though. You know, they were there for me every step of the way. If I had a bad game, remember Arizona, I had a horrible game, and they were right there. They were working out with me after the game and stuff like that. So just to know that those guys believe in me and just like they're there for me in that way is just, it's all I could, I just want to give them that back, you know, and just return the favor. And I appreciate them for life, you know. You know, and honestly, when you weren't playing, I mean, just brutally honest, mm-hmm. at that point when you were upset that you weren't playing, did you really deserve to play? Um, I, I was just in a, such a – it's hard to answer that question just because of my mental state. Like, I was thinking about other things, too. Like, I had family issues, like football. I was, it was important, and I was thinking about it. But just, like, dealing with a lot of the different issues in my family and uh, people passing away and stuff like that is – it just kind of it kind of fuzzed my brain up a little bit. I won't lie, but you know, right now I'm just really focused on the next game and getting this dub. With with the, with the coaching change, you know, and everything you went through, you know, but you know, maybe having that new coaching staff was it kind of like a new beginning? Yeah, in some shape or form. Yeah, it's definitely a new beginning. Um, you get a new staff, you new. You, new philosophies you know new approach to the game so it was just exciting to see those guys come in they came in with a plan they're efficient they're swift you know they let us know what the deal was and so it was just it was very seamless transition you know when they came in they really had a job they wanted to get done and as you guys see you're 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 getting the results on saturday break down that interception you know from snap to catching the ball break it down you know from beginning to end yeah so it's somewhere like around here i just remember the play first and ten you know uh they're backed up I'm thinking, I'm just like, okay, like this is a position I don't want to give a deep ball. I don't want to give the big play or anything like that. But early in the game, I had came so close to the interception. So when I see in the quarterback roll out in the back of the end zone, I kind of just, I had a feeling that he was going to try to play games with me. And I feel like this is my opportunity. I saw my one receiver just go away from me. And I seen uh, number five. I think he was, he was actually offered to come here, that receiver, uh, Bernard. Yeah. So I just seen him, and I saw the quarterback trying to look me off and trying to point downfield, but I knew he wasn't going downfield. And so once he just turned his shoulders and acted like he was throwing, I just drove, and it was just an ecstatic feeling. I mean, like you said, I mean, just just knowing everything I've been through, that that right there was just amazing for me, and just to see that all my hard work has paid off and it's paying off, and it just really was just a special moment just uh, for myself and for my family as well. They're so happy to see that too. Did you say anything to him? I, I, no, I don't want to get a flag or anything like that. No, no. But, uh, no, I definitely later in the game, I let him know that I picked him off. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Julius. Thank okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.